Hey everybody, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks here. This is the, um, actually we're going to do this ad-free on uh, on both platforms, uh, on all the platforms I should say. Uh, normally we have, uh, you know, ads if you listen to the show before, and that's what pays for the show. But today, um, we're going to, every so often we do one without the ads, um, just so you can get a taste of what it's like for the uh, the people over in the VIP lounge. Uh, you know, a, a, a peek behind the curtain if you will, um, on what the VIP launch is, it's my Patreon. We were talking a little bit about that in the uh, the podcast today with my guest uh, Spencer, and uh, I thought, well, let's let's give everybody a taste on that. Um, it's all levels of the. Uh, you can find out about my Patreon on my website, JamieRocks.us. J A I M E R O X X dot U S. You know, like the United States. Anyway. Um, yeah, if you go there and you scroll down a little bit, uh, you'll see links to the Patreon and, and uh, the breakdown of the different tiers and whatnot. And, um, you, you know, each tier has different perks uh, and benefits to it. So, yeah, uh, all levels. One of the benefits that, that, and perks that, that go across all the levels are um, all the podcasts, commercial-free. So, uh, so there's that. There's that. And it's like today's, only without a, a big, you know two-minute intro here. So without further ado, um, you know, let's get to it. Enjoy today's podcast ad-free. Blog Talk Radio. Show. This is the Pop, the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'll, I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and I'll remember how to speak in uh, just one second here. Oh my gosh. No, I, I don't know what that was about. Anyhow, um, I'm all here and everything, and uh, not drunk at all. No, it's the middle of the afternoon, man. It's too early for that for me. I'm too old. I uh, can't handle that. Anyhow, I'm very super excited. We, um, we've got a fantastic guest. Uh, filmmaker who made a movie I just really, really dug, dig, uh, dug, and still dig. Um, it, it dropped officially a couple weeks ago, but and it's been out. But um, I'm getting a chance finally to talk to Mr. Spencer King. He's the writer or director. The name of the film. It's a noir thriller. Um, I just really, really dig it. Uh, the name of the film is Time Now. Um, Spencer, how are you, my friend? Good, Jamie. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I have to ask from the get-go, um, I, I grew up in Metro Detroit. We talked a little bit about this on Instagram. Are you from Detroit or just drove through and said, I need to make a movie about this crazy place? <laughs> I'm not. I lived in Detroit, though. I went to college there, and I spent a couple of years after that. I was there for about five years. Um, I just left Detroit. Oh, you- a little over a year ago. You got the taste. <laughs> That's easy yeah. to do, man. <laughs> Detroit's weird. It's it's like one of those, you know, it's like there's certain cities that are like that. Denver's one of those where you'll go like for a weekend and then you look up and you realize a year has gone by. You're like, how did that happen? Oh, really? 
mean, you know how it happened, but yeah. it kind of it's like quicksand. It sucks you in a little bit. Uh, and Detroit's one of those cities that it does. does. It can do that. I've seen that happen, you know. So you were out there for school. Um, now, did you live down in the uh, in the nitty-gritty there, or uh, were you out in the burbs a little bit? I never lived in the burbs, but I lived in the nitty-gritty and the not-so-nitty-gritty of the city. I kind of lived in a bunch of different areas. I um, started in Midtown, and I made my way over to Southwest. Huh? I was downtown for a minute, and I was in West Village at the end. Um, yeah, I got a good taste of the whole city. And then I have some family from out in the suburbs as well, so I get that vibe. Where are you from? I got you. I grew up my, – uh, we moved to the States and my um, from Canada, of all places – um, and mm. you know, it was the Metro uh, up by Mount Clemens is where my folks live. And, oh, cool. uh, you know, I yeah, eventually I became, a, yeah, I, I eventually became a teenager and, uh, thought I knew everything and then moved right down to the new center area. Oh my gosh. My first apartment. And, uh, and then lived. Cool, all yeah. the, the weirdest place I lived was, um, there was a, uh, a weirdo club. That uh, all the goth, well, there really wasn't any goth in town at that time. A couple, a couple, um, but it was called City Club, and that was right downtown, 400 Bagley. And uh, they had the, the, the Club, Ramada yeah. Hotel. Yeah, I lived on the 19th floor of that building. Yeah, I think that's still there. I think I have a friend Terrible. that still lives there, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that was bad. I <laughs> Hilarious. Read a, I read an article online about that building. It's like the worst hotel in America. It was, um, and I can't say that. You know, everybody who lived there was pretty cool. Um, I never stayed in any of the rooms of the hotel. I had a pretty nice apartment. I can't complain. But it was weird, and it was a weird time. This was 20-some years ago. Um, Gosh, longer than that, probably 25 now that I think about it. And Detroit was a weird place then. I've heard it has gotten better. Um, you don't see burning cars and, and the like, you know. Uh, but still, just a very interesting town. Interesting town. Except, I don't know if they still do. The, the steam would come up out of the uh, manholes. It, it looked like Gotham City or something. You know, you expect Batman. Yeah. He never came. Uh, but that it was, was weird. That was always it was there. A... Yeah. <laughs> I'm I was there, yeah. You, <laughs> I'm telling you. It's, it's yeah. crazy. It's, it's a cool, it's a cool, it's a cool place, though. Yeah, absolutely. I have friends that still live there, and they're like, "Don't give Detroit." I'm like, "No, I think that was kind of its charm." But, um, but yeah, it was it was pretty bad when I was there. Um, matter of fact, you know, it's interesting. I guess they have gangs now. When I was a kid, they didn't have gangs in Detroit, and people say, "What do you mean you didn't have gangs?" I've heard it's really. I said, "Yeah, because gangs have to get along to do something." When I was there, nobody got along enough. It maybe had a gang of two. <laughs> You know, that was about it. Mm. It was mean, though. It was mean. <laughs> but, uh, but fun, you know, and it's it's funny. I uh, I went to college in Boston, so I moved from Detroit to Boston. And Boston, I was in a pretty rough area of Boston because rent was cheap. Um, and then I moved to San Diego. Now, San Diego, very beautiful, gentle San Diego. And um, I used to laugh, though, because I'd tell people, oh, I'm going to a party in this part of San Diego or that part, you know, I met a girl or something, and invariably they would say, oh, that's, you know, that's, be careful, that's a rough part of town. I'm like, once you've cut, once you've lived at 400 Bagley for any period of time, 
rough part of town becomes very relative, you know. Um, so I, I like yeah. Detroit. I, uh, it, it was a lot, very cool. One of the things, but Detroit, the city itself, almost is a character amongst upon itself, you know. And I think you really captured that with time now. Um, it was, you know, there's a heaviness to it that, um, that yeah, you feel that's palpable, you know. Um, great writing, great great film. I really, really like Time Now. Now, did you have the Thank idea you. while you were in Detroit or thinking back? Yeah, no, I lived in Detroit all the way through the time where I made it. So I was still living in Detroit when I made oh, the wow. film. Um, conceived and made fully in Detroit. That's cool, man. That is very cool. Now, was this Thank this you. was not your first um, uh, swing or whatnot? You you've made some films and whatnot before. You let me ask you this, Spencer. Growing up, did you know that like film was what you wanted to be doing, like making these movies and stuff, or did you have other other plans? Um, well, by the time I was in high school, I started making stuff with my friends and. Um, I mean, this really was my first big, big swing at it, I'd say. The stuff I've done before has been on a pretty small scale. Um, but yeah, no, since I was, since I was in like middle school and high school, I was when I really started to try, you know, you know, give it a try. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. What? What a cool job. So no one was surprised when Spencer's like, hey, I need you in the, this movie. Can you just stand back here? This is what I need. Um, <laughs> you know, they they yeah, knew he was my friends are definitely working. used to me. Uh, yeah, well, my friends definitely used to me asking for favors to help do stuff. So <laughs> that's never a Nothing surprise. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Who knows? It might get famous that yeah. way, you know? You never know. Um, Maybe, that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Now, I loved every character in this. Everybody did a fantastic job of, um, of acting. Their performances was great. Eleanor Lambert, I'd never seen her in anything before, but she was phenomenal, man. She sold that character, yeah. like, hard. Yeah, she was really a, a pleasure to work with. Um, she dove in. I mean, that's a really tough that's a tough ask to carry a film like this when you're the lead and you're in, you know, 95% of the scenes and you haven't done that before, you know, that's a really, mm. it's a real, it's a real tough gig, you know, and she killed it. So I'm proud of her. That's cool. That's cool. Now, did you, did you know all these folks that were in the film or did you go through like a casting uh, agency and whatnot and audition people and, and all that? No, uh, we, um, sorry, there's a plane flying above. I don't know if it's difficult to hear. Um, we, yeah, we, we had connections to a lot of the people and me and my producer did. And, you know, we got, we had some people that were friends with Eleanor and it was like a spider web effect. And Zion, the the producer of this, Zion Hamill, he really, uh, he really killed it through some of the connections he had. So yeah, we were able to build from the web that we had. Well, it's, it's fantastic. For those who don't know this film, uh, Eleanor's character, uh, she, she, she has a twin brother, had a twin brother, um, who is, 
who's killed. And um, so she rolls back into town. She's got a little, a little baby, you know, a toddler, uh, a kid. And, um, but she doesn't get along with her family. You know, she's estranged or estranged. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Estranged? I don't know. She yeah. doesn't get along with her family. Estranged. There it is. There it is. Estranged. What the heck am I thinking? Estranged. Like the Guns N' Roses song. <laughs> Anyhow, she doesn't get along with them. And, you know, so tensions are high. You know, I don't know if we've all been there. I have. Um, and I've certainly known people, not in that particular situation, but that are on the outs with their uh, their people. And um, have, uh, you know, but she wants to find out what happened to her brother. So she starts uh, talking to people and whatnot. And I don't want to give anything away, but uh, it is a, a cool, you know, you want to find out what's happened to her brother. And, um, you know, you put on your detective cap and, and kind of go on this journey, it's, uh, and it's what's worth going on. But that's how well the actors and actresses in this film sell it, you know. Uh, they, they really, it's immersive, and it, 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 you care about these people, you know. That's cool. That's good. That's art. <laughs> that's good work, you know. Seriously. That's awesome. Thank you, Johnny. Um, yeah, man, yeah. So, when you were writing, let me ask you this. Now, was this a long process to make? I mean, did you, you know, conceive the idea and then, um, you know, do, you know, six months later, you're, you're going to big parties and stuff. I mean, how, um, how was the time frame on, on, on making it? No, it was about four years before the first script wow. was written to, uh, you know, shooting. So it was a long process. It takes a, it took a long time to get to get all the resources to make this film and to get the script down. You know, it was it's a long process. This one. Was. That's amazing. You you filmmakers. I'm I'm not in the film business. I'm a painter by trade, and so my stuff. You know, I mean, I think I don't know if it takes me a week to do a painting. That's a long time to me. You know. Um, and it's an easy sell to my wife. I'm like, I got this idea, you know, I'm going to do this. And she's like, okay, Picasso, but, uh, you know, the meter's running. We got to <laughs> do, you know, funds yeah. have to keep coming in here. Um, and that's fine. You know, I, that's, that's what I'm signed up for. That's my life. Um, but you guys, filmmakers, you guys think on a whole different, almost like Chinese long game, you know, where it's like, Hmm, my ancestors might enjoy. No, it's not that bad, but it's um, you know, years a, a project going years. That's a, that amazes me. That amazes me. Uh, my hat goes off to you. You know, I don't know if I could yeah, it stay sane working that way. Yeah, yeah, no, it takes a lot of commitment, and um, you got to figure out how to live your life while doing something because it's not can't hold your breath for anything. Let me ask you this, Spencer. When I, um, when I first moved out to California, growing up in the Midwest, everybody I knew was a musician. Everybody wanted to be a rock star. They all had bands. Mm. Um, you know, I hung out a lot at St. Andrew's Hall. <laughs> you know, I was always seeing, you know, just supporting your friends. You know, they were always playing somewhere, uh, trying to make it, you know. And then I, uh, like I said, I went to college. And then I, after, you know, six years of that, I uh, moved out west because I was sick of snow. And, and really it was the weather. That was the defining factor. And I, uh, I moved out there. And all of my friends suddenly were in the film business. 
everybody I met trying to make movies. And my weekends then turned into, because this was back in the day, this was uh, late, late 90s, early 2000s, the Internet was around, but it wasn't nearly like it is today. And one of those things I wish I would have thought of was crowdfunding, um, because we were doing it to the best we could every weekend. I would go to parties, and I would donate paintings that they would raffle off and what, just to make money, you know, so they could get another couple scenes shot. Um, it was uh, it was a tough, tough go. Now, did you do, use crowdfunding, uh, you know, because it, it, it takes money to make movies, you know? Yeah, no, not for this film, but I have done crowdfunding on previous films. No, that's a – I've never done it, but I've heard people who have. <laughs> they're like, well, that's your second yeah. job. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's tough. It's really oh. tough. You got to, you know, you got to put your humility aside and uh, really, you know, open up. Mm. It is. It is. I just, my wife just got me doing Patreon uh, a couple months ago. I, oh, I fought and, you know, I'm like, I don't want to, you know, that's commitment, man. <laughs> I got to produce. She's like, you're producing anyway. <laughs> you know, what is wrong with you? But she's younger. You know, she's mm-hmm. part of that whole, you know, the, the Internet crowd and all that and, you know, understands content creation. You know, I'm like, it's, it's a painting, man. I'm not that sophisticated. Um, or a podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it, with her, it's all planned out. She just launched a business with uh, uh, her business partner and, I was amazed. I, I was shocked and amazed. And they're like, okay, we have to do this, and then we have to do that, and, and post on Instagram this, at this frequency. I'm like, <laughs> you, you, that matters? <laughs> Somebody's keeping track of that? I have no idea. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you dummy. <laughs> but, That's um, funny. Well, you got it made, though. You got it made. And then the, one of the cool things is you're working with Dark, uh, Dark Star Pictures and Uncorked Entertainment. Uh, you know, they're heavy hitters, man. If you watch anything on streaming, and what this means, ladies and gentlemen, not in the film business, whenever you watch a movie, you'll see the little intro with, you know, the distribution logos flying around. Those guys, um, they're, they're the ones who distribute this. Pardon me, distribute the stuff. And it's pretty cool, man. You, you've got some good ones. Not always easy to find distributor, uh, distributors, you know? Yeah. We're we're very lucky. Dark Star and Uncorked have been great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now this um, premiered, as I understand it, and I might have this wrong, but it premiered. Right, world premiere was in at the uh, the Austin Film Festival or something like that. Yeah, awesome. That's a big thing too. Spencer, you're not supposed to be able to do it this way. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. How was that? Did you go down for it and everything? I imagine you did, huh? I did. Yeah, I did. It was great. Fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Was that your first time in Austin? Yeah, it was. It's a great city. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. always fun. Always fun. I haven't been in a while. I haven't been in a while. I used to, uh, 6th Street, man, I used to... I used to party a little bit in Austin. Let me put it that way. And Sixth uh, Street was the place to be yeah. back in the day in Austin. <laughs> they closed the whole <laughs> we were definitely there. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we I'm telling there. you, I'll, 
I'll never forget. I was in a bar there, and some some gal, that's some gal, and she was buying me shots, and I was drinking them, and we're BSing as we're you know drinking, doing shots, and uh, turns out she was a cop. I was like, wow, I better get out of here. I mm. didn't. She was a nice cop, uh, but yeah, they're pretty cool in Austin. That's all I can say. Had a good time. Yeah. Anyhow, anyhow, so the movie premiered, and then it was on demand, and it still is, right? It still is, yeah. Very cool. Wow. How's the numbers been? I know you've been checking, right? I would be. Pretty good. I have not actually. I haven't looked once. Really? I don't know if I have. I don't know if I have access to them. I'm sure I could find out, but um, we're still uh, we're check. trying to. Do, yeah. Yeah. That's cool, Spencer. That is cool. See, you're an artiste. I get it, man. I get it. That's that's awesome. Nothing wrong with that. Um, mm. well, that's very very cool. Now this now most people, young like yourself, whatever they they decide they're going to make a film, you know they they're going to put some zombies or something in there and, and go that route. Um, you did not, and uh, you know no apocalypses and whatnot. Um, do you have the pretty clear vision of what influence? I'm not saying the movie's like this, but as a filmmaker, when you were going through this, because this is a big deal, man, and it's a four-year deal, um, probably longer after with editing and whatnot. Um, like, like what, what were you really into to get you into that lane of uh, this genre of, of thrillers and, and, and noir and, and, high-tension drama and whatnot. Yeah, well, I, I think that's my that's how I write instinctively, is I write mm. very character-based. And, and, I you know, I love big movies. I love grand, you know, worlds that are created. And, you know, maybe one day I will do that. But the stuff I do now, it always tends to fall into a drama lane. It tends to be a place where I'm working through certain things. Um, and... Uh, yeah, as much as I try to make things big and epic, they don't really seem to, <laughs> to go that way. So, you know, I think it's my style, at least for right now. It's a little more of a subtle a subtle style of filmmaking. Yeah, yeah, real classy, too. And it's just done so well, so well. I don't Thank know you. if, you, if, that if you know this or... Oh, yeah, man. I'm going to tell you anyway, though. You probably already do know this, but in case nobody's told you today, you're real, real good at this, at this writing and at this filmmaking, you know, you need to be doing more of this. (laughs) We got to pick the pace up a little bit, but um, now that you got this, you know, you got a little bit of a track record now. uh, That shouldn't be a problem. You know what I mean? Um, Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So do you have things in the, uh, in the uh, are the gears turning for the next? I know with film people sometimes you can't talk about upcoming projects because T's aren't crossed and I's dotted and all this. Yeah. That. Um, are there things you can mention or uh, directions you, you're you're looking to go get into? Yeah. Well, I I definitely have my next. I have something I'm working on right now. It definitely is. It's not like a legality issue. It's definitely just too early for me to get into what. It actually is, I gotcha. but um, maybe another time we'll speak about it. But yeah, I definitely have my next the the gears spinning for the next one. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that makes me happy, man, and that makes me happy. 
just from a purely selfish point of view, I want to see more of your work. And uh, thank I you. Can't wait, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like you've got a few things going on there. Uh, sounds like our house, actually. <laughs> yeah, I got. I'm I'm outside, and I got. I, I got. I'm on a busy street, so I got people walking by and stuff. Oh no, it happens, man. It happens. I'm telling you, about this time of day is when Amazon starts delivering at our house and UPS and stuff. <laughs> and apparently they kill us. I had no idea, but my dog is. Uh, <laughs> you know, she tries to convince us every day. You know, she's saving the day. Oh man. Well that's cool, man. Well you're you're out west now and uh, as you mentioned uh, before we went on the air, beautiful day out there. How do you like being out uh California? It's great. It's uh you know, everywhere's got its pluses and its minuses, but California's a pretty great place, so it's hard to complain about. Well, it's awesome. It's awesome. Traffic sucks, but the traffic sucks everywhere. You ask anybody from anywhere, maybe not Dubuque, Montana or something. I don't know. You know, maybe it sucks in the winter. Um, but one of the things I really dig about California is you just tend to get surrounded. You, you meet people and all this, and everybody's doing something. I like that. <laughs> you know, I like that a lot. It inspires yeah. me to do something. I need that in my life. The traffic definitely. You know? The traffic. Yeah, the traffic definitely does suck, though. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Every time every time I'm in traffic in, like, L.A., I'm thinking to myself, I'm glad I'm not having a heart attack and in the back of an ambulance. Oh, man, this would be the end. This would be the end. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> when you, That's all I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. If you're in California and you see an ambulance or whatever and you're driving, get, try to get the hell out of the way. How about that? Um, you know. Just saying, you could. That's a good role. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh man, but you know, it's weird. Like I mentioned, Boston. One of the big things there, people, everybody double parks. Like they'll be going down the street and they won't even find park. They'll just double park, turn the hazards on, get out of their car, and go into an apartment building to do whatever. I don't know. Um, You know, hopefully dropping off an organ or something important, um, because you've just held up traffic but that's out there that is that's one of the crazy things that i've never seen that happen other places wouldn't have happened to detroit somebody would have blown up blown up your car <laughs> you come back and it would be gone or burning the detroit i grew up in i should say anyhow anyhow well very cool spencer well i know you're a busy man and you got things to do and whatnot i want to thank you for taking time to be on the show you're awesome thank you jamie thanks for having me Anytime, anytime. Keep working, and I can't wait to see more. Everybody, we, I will, um, on our show page, we have links up to uh, the IMDb and uh, Spencer's Instagram, and you can find out all this and that. And I definitely want everybody to check out, I'll be posting on all my social media, a direct link to the on-demand um, uh, little thing and uh, there, and you can watch the film. Good time to watch it. Good time to watch. It's not a lifetime Christmas movie by any means, but it's very good. I like, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Keep, keep at it, Spencer. Thank you. You're, you're, you're not going to. Thank you, Jamie. Fun. Talk to you soon. Talk to you Have soon, a good my one. friend. You too. All right. And All there right. you go, folks. How about that, Mr. Spencer King, writer, director, filmmaker extraordinaire. 
And once again, the name of the film, Time Now. It is uh, it's set in Detroit. And I'm telling you, stellar A-plus performance by all the actors and actresses in that. Very cool. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, we've got a fantastic singer-songwriter on tomorrow. She's got a new single out. And uh, very excited for that. So tune in for that. And we will see you next time, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.